And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi. Welcome to the future. Remember, no guts, no galaxy. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 187. We are your host, Phil and Darren. Today is Wednesday, November 20th, 2019. Yeah. Why, why are you laughing about that? I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it's right, though. It feels a little bit like deja vu. Anyway, uh, support for this podcast is brought to you by our patrons and Twitch subs. Would you like to support the podcast? Please do. Become a Twitch sub today and find out more at patreon.com forward slash no guts, no galaxy. What I was referring to is that uh, we actually started the podcast yesterday. We went live for like, I don't know, a couple seconds because we thought yesterday was Wednesday. But uh, today is the correct Wednesday. Man, and here we are. <laughs> Darren's like, stop, stop the stream. I'm like, no, don't worry. I got the title. It's okay. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, it's Tuesday. It's Master's Challenge. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. What's weird is it's, it could, it's totally understandable that one of us could think it was Wednesday. But the fact that we both thought it was Wednesday and we were just both going along with it, like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, here we are. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Enjoying your, enjoying your coffee. I see that I'm going to have some yeah. more. I, I don't know what happened. I mean, that, there's first time for everything. So, Indeed. One out of 177, and not a bad, you know. 187, but also don't oh, forget yeah, all the, yeah. yeah, we have some podcasts yeah. that we did that aren't well, on I'm just here. saying, like, we've never been like, oh, yeah. Almost 200 podcasts or over 200 podcasts, we've never really messed up the day or done it on the wrong day. But, we've but messed anyway. Up a lot during the podcast so i mean there's <laughs> that's for sure you know that's definitely for sure uh slain thank you uh sir uh but yeah like say welcome to everyone out there if you're tuning in uh we do need your help your support we're gonna drop a tweet in chat and for those that are listening do not worry you don't have to do anything just sit back enjoy the show and the soothing sounds of darren drinking coffee mm, actually because it's i'm on push to talk you don't hear me so no Ha ha. Nope. Yeah. All right. Well, um, just to sort of let you know, I finished uh, book one and two of Harry Potter. Oh, you finished book two now too, man. Yeah. You're... Yeah. Wow. But I have to Some, wait. Somebody's addicted. Yeah. I have to wait for three because my wife doesn't own it and she's going to get it this weekend. She she said there's plenty at like the used bookstores and stuff like that. But um, For sure. I what I did is after I read the first one, I watched the movie and then I like did a compare and contrast like, Oh, okay. So that's what they did. Okay. I understood and stuff like that. But, uh, I know I'm behind the ball on it, but, uh, there was some small differences. Uh, but it is what it is. Like I could see maybe why they did that. But, uh, with all things, one thing I, I did note is that like these movies are actually sort of old now. I mean, like especially CGI yeah, and stuff are, like dude. that. Like they're what two thousand? I don't know two thousand eight. Uh, I don't ten plus yep. years. I don't, the CGI see. looks dated. The, that's the problem with CGI, is that uh, it's absolutely. If it's bad, yeah. it's bad. No, it's yeah. two thousand one. Yeah, that's pretty Is bad. That the books or the movies? No, that's books. So two thousand one. So that makes sense. I guess that that is uh that. That goes like, yeah, if it's bad, it's bad. That's why I like Jurassic Park and stuff still looks amazing is because they, for the most part, they did all um, practical effects and majority of the dinosaurs and stuff were, um, again, uh, actual material. They weren't just Dude, CGI. Practical effects, man, are so much better. I just think of things like Star Wars and stuff. Like if you look at the whole, all the Star Wars movies, all the effects that I hate, it's the CGI, man. Always, you know? And I, I hate... The problem with CGI is when you can see it. Yes. And that's that's what drives me insane. Once I see the CGI you in a movie, yeah. I can't unsee it. Well, and it's and it takes me out of it, you know? And I think uh, in regards to, like, those movies in particular, why it's still, like... Um, it's the original movies, they couldn't rely on CGI. So they relied on practical effects, right? And that's why yep. it looks so good where then you skip forward to those movies and because they had the horsepower and technology to do so, you had this disproportionate amount of CGI that it was just over the top, right? Well, and, like, um, 
if I don't know if you uh, maybe you're too young for it or it wasn't your time or whatever, but there was a sci-fi series that was on TV a long time ago, um, uh, Babylon Five, mm-hmm. and the acting and the stories were excellent. It was a really good show based on that. But the goddamn CGI, they totally used CGI, totally relied on it for everything in space. Yeah. And so it was like two different shows for me. It was like yeah. this great show with the people and the, and the practical and then effects. Cringe. And then they would, yeah, and I would just die every time they show any spaceships. Yeah, that's, um, how, it, that's how it is when I watch like, uh, like the movie Dune. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh my gosh, amazing actors in this movie. Yep. And it was atrocious. <laughs> Which, by yeah. the way, you know they're making a new one. Yeah, I do. It's, it's been in pr- production for a while. And uh, me and Modi boys, like, I'm always like, hey, man, anything new? And he's like, ah, oh, not really. So um, I don't. Yeah, I'm down it's... with it. I mean, the, the, the original or the, the first movie was long enough ago and, and crazy enough that, you know, it's not like um, Princess Bride or whatever. I'm like, do it, man. Do a new tune. Let's do well, it. Let's exp- see what's... Especially where the original wasn't done to the, I, in my opinion, we just didn't have the technology. And again, they relied on too much CGI to... They had some great freaking actors in there, though, man. They Patrick did. Patrick Stewart, Sting. But you know what the problem with uh, that movie in general is? Hmm. Um, you're trying to fit a very complicated... It's the same problem they have with all movies based on insane novels well, or and stories mon- and monologue how much of the book is about him yeah. thinking inside of his head yep, and, yep, yep. And, and describing like what it's basically and how do like. you translate that yeah what it's like to be able to see through time and space and be basically a god like it's like describing the undescribable and then the technology at the time like i said um anyway so uh Mydrin, how can you say that the cgi at the time was good see i mean look dude I have no problem with anybody that loves that show and thinks it's one of the best shows ever. But I'm talking about Babylon Five. But there was no time that that CGI was good. Yeah. At the very beginning of CGI, CGI wasn't good, and that was at the beginning of CGI. Maybe it was good for the CGI that they had yeah. at the time or whatever. But I think, oh, I think the problem gets into practical is, effects all the way. Yeah, I think what gets in the problem is if you do characters that are CGI. Yeah. Like, did they do any of that, or was it all? Uh, from what I remember, like it was all practical makeup. Okay. It was just the spaceships. Every time they they did a yeah. shot outside of the ships with spaceships, it was well, it looked like freaking Atari game to me. You also have to give them justice too. I mean, they were pumping shows out instead. Of, it wasn't like a movie production yeah. where they had a lot of no, no, no. Right. It so. was a great show. I'm not yeah. knocking the show. I'm just saying that um, CGI, even the most recent Star Wars movies, you know, like CGI and Princess Leia and stuff like that. I cannot wait for the time. It's a We're double-edged close. sword, though, obviously, right? We're very, because very close. What do they call the, the stuff? Where Okay, so the problem is when we reach a time where CGI characters, people or whatever, absolutely sure. look real, we already have issues going into the whole deep fake shit, you know, like where you can yeah, basically make yeah, a video of anybody sh- doing sure, anything. Sure, sure. But I mean, I like uh, how th- you brush stuff off. No, no. What I'm saying is like. You're going to be because killed you're by a going robot. down. I'm just saying. You're going down that rabbit hole of conspiracy. <laughs> it ain't no fucking rabbit hole, dude. My my thing is, as long as there's like, anyways, that's that's mm-hmm. another another topic. Yeah, because that does cross over. Yeah. So, but I will say the, the when latest, they have a video of you that comes out <laughs> swinging on a uh, you know, I, I always I had to be careful with what I was going to say. You'd be doing, but anyway, I mean. Maybe I'll playing some Gundam it. game, you know, they'll I'm just have saying. a video of you playing Gundam. Um, so, but here, here's the thing about like, um, the, the CGI aspect, like I know who you're talking about, right? Cause you're talking about the latest, uh, with Rogue One, right. And yeah. Th- and they had, uh, they had Leia and they had, what's his name? The, uh, yes. the evil, uh, yes, the commander, whatever. Yeah. And I would say like, it is very close. It is very, very close. It it's good. But no, it's no, no. Perfect, I'm saying right? it's 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 not perfect, but I think that was probably the best CGI yes. of humans I had seen. Sure. And it's Star a, Wars and Disney, so of course they're gonna have the biggest budget for sure. doing that. But let's just say you didn't have like I couldn't. It, it was what about close. removing Superman's mustache. <laughs> it it was very close, and and I don't mm. think we're far off from that 
to where they're able to do that. I think in the uh, context of uh, what you're sort of getting at too is maybe if the movies makers sort of like guild where they're like protected and rights and stuff like that to where you can't mm-hmm. use their their likeness and it's you know blah 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 and why would you unless they couldn't be there but a movie I thought was really good that yes it was do you know what movie I'm talking about like it had uh, Avatar I thought Avatar there was moments when I watched that movie and I was like because the world itself was uh, lush and green and bioluminescent and and, and all that. Yeah, there was something there was about moments that that worked. That I just was like, you were, Jesus. You forgot. I, yeah, I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, like yeah. how did they pull that shit off? Like, um, mm-hmm. And so anyways, like, but also it was designed for uh, 3D as well. Like I heard that if you saw it in theaters with 3D, it's probably one of the rare movies that enhance the experience i never got to see it in 3d but um avatar i still feel there are some instances like right at the very beginning when they get off like the drop ship and the marines are outside with their masks on you can tell like there's some cg going on there other than that though it was just really well done right um, i think it was because it was more seamless number one it was you know it was just the alien race that that was mostly as far as humanoids that were CGI. So whereas with Princess Leia, it's her plopped in the middle of a bunch of non-CGI people, you know, so there's a contrast. Well, and the fact of, you know what she looked like back then too. So you're comparing and contrasting, you're looking, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, Lord of the Rings was great CGI as well. Uh, But I think what they got away with, with that Gollum. Uh, masses, the masses, if you will, like when they had large scenes, you know, all that was like for the most part CGI. It wasn't all, but when you have yeah, distance, course. when you have distance from the frame, distance from uh, perspective and stuff like that, I just I find the technology amazing. Especially, I mean, it, it's just you see what we grew up with, and let alone I'm sure when you were younger as well, compared to now. Like what that translation transition was. Did you, by the way, like this is totally random. Did you have like you grew up where you were born? Did you have a TV and stuff like early on, or you know? And that's totally not an old joke because you were born in a teepee. You literally were born in a teepee. when we were when I was born in a teepee up in the Colorado mountains. We did not have a TV when we finally uh, when winter hit and my parents decided that they no longer wanted to live off the grid. We moved to L.A. and we, I, I don't think we had a TV right away, but, you know, once I was old enough to watch Saturday morning cartoons or whatever, which, yeah, back in the day, you could only really watch them after school or in Saturday mornings, yeah. we did get a TV. We we eventually got civilized, but, um, so yeah. There will be generations that have no idea what a TV guide is. A TV guide or having yeah. to get up and change a channel and only being able to watch a show when it's on record, unless you got lucky and recorded it on your recorded VCR. recorded it with your VCR. <laughs> yeah, like those are things. I recorded a lot of like uh, cartoons. I remember recording Battletech as well. Dude, it was like um, the same with music. Back in the day, I would be listening to music on like a ghetto blaster. What the hell is that? People, I don't know. Some people have ghetto <laughs> blasters still, but we'd be listening to our music on our ghetto blaster or whatever on the radio and you'd become you'd become a master at recording a song where you try like and I hated those freaking DJs that would talk over the beginning of a song but you would all you know you try to make record your favorite songs you try to record mixtapes or whatever and you became a master at recording right after the DJ start stopped talking and introduced the song and before the DJ started talking at the end of the song so you just have the music yeah yeah man it, <laughs> different days today is the the era of just instant whatever you want any song any movie any tv show boom you got it in like you know a minute or less so it's crazy obviously no spoilers but and i have my good friend tay has been like dude why haven't you watched it i haven't seen mandalorian yet i think it's amazing um have you watched it yeah both episodes And, oh, I don't okay. know what day the episode, the new episode comes out. Is it okay. Fridays or something? But anyway, yeah, I've watched both. Um, so, I'm you want to? Here, so here's my feeling. I think it's a great show. Um, it's definitely one of the better uh, sources of content in, in the Star Wars universe currently. However, and I mentioned this in my stream, I do feel, and I'm not no spoilers here, um, that it got a little bit 
a little bit tip the edge towards the silly side, almost feeling like a almost feeling like a sitcom. And I'm not talking like they have a laugh track or anything like that. But, you know, the things that drive me crazy the most about the Star Wars universe in general are things like um, Jar Jar and sure. and the Ewoks, even to an extent when they're trying when they're tr when you can see the, the marketing to the kids and toys and goofiness you know like not that i don't not that i'm against humor in star wars or um but the ewoks are the originals and the originals were gold and there was nothing no, wrong I know. with the originals no i disagree with that see now my two favorite star wars movies are episode four and five and absolutely number one is five empire strikes back and if you look at empire strikes back and to me that is the quintessential star wars movie that's the best one in my opinion of all the star wars movies it's fairly dark, you know, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. There's not Ewoks, there's not Jar Jar, there's not, yeah. you know, I guess there's the Tauntauns. Are they cute? I don't think so. But um, eh. to me, uh, Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars. And that's kind of, that that one gravitates towards my personal taste. Same thing with, like, um, that's that's why I think I like Rogue One so much. It's an adult, yeah. it's dark, yep. it's real, it's gritty. So that's, and, and so when I saw Mandalorian, I thought like, uh, oh, now we get like, you know, Star Wars on HBO or something like that. I thought it was going to be really gritty, like maybe Deadwood or something like that. Okay. Um, you know, be walking around calling each other cocksuckers. Um, that's a Deadwood reference. Um, but anyway, it, it's sure. it's I'm not, I'm not saying don't watch it. It is really good still. Um, you just, I just wish it went a little bit more towards. Sure. But it's Disney. Somebody but brought I, up yeah. it's Disney. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's always going to be tough though with like having the Disney service and Disney in general. And that's why we were questioning whether or not like Deadpool, you know, that type of stuff will Deadpool Logan. Yeah, like Logan was good logan was so good yeah right like it was the first mutant like x-men movie that i was like you know to be fair i, I sort of like the the newer ones too with um where they're like they're in the past like they're sort of uh origin sort of stories and stuff like that so maybe, you know people are saying similar stuff about joker you know the new joker movie I've, that it's yeah. that it's way more adult it's, oriented it's beat the crap out you know why um i there's been some backlash about that though well, of course, because it's dealing right. with mental illness and, well, you know, we're a mentally ill country. So, well, no, no, not just that. It's we that can't even face movie, our own mental illness. Well, it's also the fact of the movie. You understand where he's coming from. You, yeah, it's, and it's, you relate. You people humanize, are worried that it people, justifies. Yeah, but no, it doesn't justify. But the problem is people are so obtuse about not understanding that even if someone does something horrible or is a horrible person, whatever there was a sequence of events that led up to that point and doesn't excuse it doesn't justify nope, it yep. but it and, uh, and make you, you understand it you, a little bit more and if anything it just sort of it brings to light like the ignorance of just just writing them off and it's like well you know hey during this period of time if someone would have interjected or someone would have said something or someone would have been in this part of their life would we or if someone wouldn't have been in mean or an asshole or a bully or condescending that, or anything right? yeah and so it's, and that's where I don't get sometimes, uh, like, cause there was backlash. Certain groups were saying, you know, don't go see the movie, blah, blah, blah. You're promoting it. It's like, no, you're missing. I don't the agree point. with that. Yeah. You're missing the point is, uh, the, the, the point is that, you know, that's like saying if you ignore it, it'll go away. And, it, and, 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 you know, it's yes. not, it, again, it's not justifying. It's not saying so. Therefore it's understandable why he became the Joker. You know, we live in an era where we have, jokers we have people well, let, you know let, let's, committing let, mass murder sure. that have mental illness and stuff but what i'm saying is like even if you take it a step a few steps down from that is like how did an argument between you and a buddy happen was it a, a were there steps were there a sequence of events like you you know you didn't text them where you were supposed to show up at a certain time and you blew them off okay there's a trigger point and then this is a trigger point and then you know, that's what I'm I'm trying to say is like there's always a sequence of events and if you can't appreciate my my understanding theory is that just freaking be decent people. Like sure. that's you know, it's not gonna fix all the world's problem, but it's gonna fix a lot of them if we could just be good and be decent to each other. Um and yeah, I mean it's and, and that's the bottom line, you know. But um, what 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 can can you also argue and mm -hmm. this is where it's a little weird, mm -hmm. is that growing up being bullied like I, I remember being bullied and I quickly learned that 
uh, bullies don't really like to mess when there's multiples of you as well. So like to me, the defense mechanism was group up, get friends. Oh, hey, that kid over there is getting bullied. I'm going to be friends with him. Now there's two of us. Now there's three of us. Oh, we're not getting bullied anymore, right? Safety in numbers. I don't, you know, I don't know if the gang mentality is sort of like is, but well, that and, could and, produce and, another joker, couldn't it? If you all gang up on the bully. Well, my point being though is like there there are certain aspects of being a kid. Like you could yeah. it's easy to say all parents should teach their kids whatever, blah, blah, blah. But we also know that sometimes kids just do things and say things and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like there's something to be said about trial by fire. Even when you're a child, there are things that you can learn like, oh, that is not who I want to be. Like, I remember seeing people as a kid and being like, I don't want to be that kid. Right. So. Sure. Like, I don't know. It's all learning experiences. Yeah. Whether you could say it's good or bad. The, I guess. Yep. Know. I think, I think just overall back to the topic, I tend to like the more grittier, dirtier, um, adult shows, sure. um, and movies and so forth. That's just where I'm at now. Of course, you know, I'm 47 years old and, and I've seen a lot, experienced a lot, and, and that's where I'm at in my life. And I don't think that, you know, we mentioned this last time about Star Wars. I don't think they're making the, the new Star Wars movies for me. Um, and, and I'm fine with that, you know, like the, again, yeah. the movies, the Star Wars movies that were for me really were episodes four, five, and six. And so if whatever they feel like they got to do, you know, it's their money, it's their franchise and, and, and it's their right to do what they want to do and target who they want to target. Um, I just realized that the, my type of, um, entertainment is, is, you know, what's my taste is a little different. Now, that being said, I love that, um, what was it? Shazam movie that came out recently. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, that. It was, it was funny, you know? And so that yeah. was a goofy one. So I can handle goofy content. Um, if but, it's uh, setting out to be goofy, the problem is yes. when it's trying to be serious and it, I had different these expe goofy moments. expectations yeah. with Mandalorian. Now Mandalorian is like 90% there for me. It's very close to being, a, you know, what I would have preferred. It's just that they went a little, you, you saw, you've seen the pictures, right? The baby Yoda. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. So, they introduced the baby Yoda. And to me, that was like a little bit like, um, and it was in episode one and two. So, you know, um, it's not like a huge spoiler, but to me, that was like introducing Jar Jar or Ewoks or whatever. It's going for the, Oh, isn't that cute? And you know, little cute scenes or whatever. That being said, there's parts of the baby Yoda that I like and, and cool things about it or whatever. But it's anyway, on you. it understood. Yeah, Check yeah, back yeah. with you at the end of the season. You should see it. I want to hear what you think when you see it. So maybe next well, I uh, mean, podcast. But but we do know, I mean, because Disney Disney owned the rights when uh, Rogue One came out. So, yep, they're Rogue One know, was great, and in, Han in my Solo, opinion, Rogue there One was, has there was the, dark moments too in Solo. Yeah, but uh, Rogue One has one of the best scenes ever, in my opinion, the darkest, the scariest, the most intimidating. It you know finally makes Darth Vader who he's supposed to be. But not uh, even, we've we've. I mean, yes, but I I don't think that's even the the coolest part of the movie. Oh, I, man, think the I think I think it's one of the coolest. No, I think one of the coolest parts of the movie is of showing that, like, the idea that, like, literally, there were people in the rebellion that, I mean, because it's dark, it's like it's reflecting real life that knew they were going to die and yet still did it instead of GTFO and yeah. getting out of there. Yep. And like, I mean, when they're on the beach and the de Death Star goes on, like. They could have probably left. You know, I don't know. Maybe they couldn't. I don't know. But I mean, it was like one of those things where, I mean, they went, they landed on a planet they knew was defended. I mean, none of those. Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things where. The ultimate sacrifice and, yeah. and what we all think and, and hope we would do, you know, for our family, our friends, for our country or whatever, um, our beliefs. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I definitely prefer, prefer the, the more, the gritty, the It was realistic. a serious undertone, the entire movie. And mm -hmm. I mean, it started off like and I that, too, with, you know, uh, him murdering the, the one guy that was reporting about, yep. I mean, there's a lot of things that like, you were like, oh, okay, this is going to be a different movie. But anyways, uh, the next Star That's Wars comes I, like, out. Blade Runner and stuff too, you know? Yeah. Then, well, I mean, heck, the original where he's like, Oh, are you gonna kill me? And he's like, No, I'm just yeah. gonna. I love, I love stuff like that, dude. That was god, that guy just passed too, that, yeah. that actor. But, um, uh, anyway, anyway, 
good movies, movies, good shows, movies. So yeah, I'm gonna watch the uh, second Harry Potter tonight and just sort of and again, start the book when you get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, Third uh, Harry Potter movie was my favorite, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, and I think that was pretty much might have been the best book too. I don't know. I don't know if it was the best book, but it was the best movie in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll let you know. I mean, I've watched Serious Black. I've watched them, but now reading behind the scenes, I mean, you're yeah. getting. I like the character. You get extra info. Yeah, I get the. There are things that I like, and I can see where like uh, this or that they took out. But like, I was surprised that there was some, like, um, when he's in the first book. Uh, you know, they they jump down from the dogs, the three headed dog, right? And then they mm-hmm. land in the vines. That was slightly different than the books. Uh, they do the chess. Uh, they do the keys. There is another fourth room of flames and p- bottles and stuff, and they just totally just didn't even do it because of time. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Sword of Truth series by Terry Goodkind. I have not. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, uh, great series, The Sword of Truth. Um, God, I haven't read Terry since I was like a teenager. Um, but I would absolutely read that series. Anything by uh, good kind is good. Um, speaking of books, uh, you know, I've been kind of searching. Like, I, I got off my um, constant reading the BattleTech novels. I kind of took a break for them. I've taken a yeah. break maybe for three, four months now, and I've been looking for more stuff to read. And I think there's new BattleTech content for me to read now. That's what I have is these yeah. novellas coming out. You got. Um, uh, MWO, or I'm sorry, MechWarrior 5 just released a digital um, novella, and then also I think we have stuff available from Catalyst now, right? Do we have do they have um, fiction already available? Not sure. I know the, di- okay, so obviously we're getting a little bit off, but like the Pledge Manager is live. I wouldn't uh, claim to my stuff. Um, yeah, so did I. And I think there's extra items that were, they're all digital for the most part. That Dude, you'll be I'm getting my Alpha Lance yeah. in awesome minis yeah like i it's, i can't even tell you how excited i am yeah, i'm getting the warhammer marauder archer and rifleman plus uh four more um i'm super stoked man the question <laughs> is do you think those the newer versions look do you still have an affinity for the old versions of those because those did look cool the original of those they original original are you talking robotech yeah because they weren't of course. they weren't um i feel like it was they were completely my first different love, art of course. yeah but they were different art style when they were yeah they i were. mean they were you know very it was it was detailed. japanese anime in the beginning yeah uh you know well i'm saying comparatively to like a lot of the line art of the others that were designed mm-hmm. i just feel like they were just like Mur, right so yeah sorry artist if you're listening but it's true so, <laughs> no um, i'm totally ways. down with it uh it, it it's you know beggars can't be choosers and so um you know the 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 unseen the uh classics or whatever are back and i'm super happy about it even even if they're not a hundred percent they're 95 percent. you know what i'm yeah. looking for so it's good i'm happy well by the time this podcast goes live um or tomorrow i should say we have battletech heavy metal coming out um it was funny i, I tuned into bear duel's chat shout out bear duel uh, by the Yo, way, um, he's been streaming. He streams Battletech every day and he's got a campaign on his YouTube channel as well. And I was like, hey, you know, are you looking forward to it? And he's like, you know, yes and no. He's like all the stuff that they're introducing. We've already had in like Rogue Tech, like all the tech that they're introducing, uh, which I totally understand. Uh, but now it's native. And usually what they do, at least I have in the past when like um, is if a mech's release that they've already had in there, they just take it out of the mod and just let it be native in there um but that being said what i want to know and we haven't seen any information is what do they mean by native mod support and what is that going to entail because a lot of people that were in chat yesterday two days ago when i was streaming we were sort of talking about this and it was it's cool what they're doing but a lot of people want to see like mini storylines, mini campaigns. And I'm wondering just may, which would be really cool if they allowed people to create their own uh, narrative story, little mini campaigns people can do. I just, I just feel like that's, that's something, you know, like that's, that's why, you know, I still love Mech Commander. 
Like it's a story. I know this story. I've played the missions literally hundreds of times, but the story being able to go. And the cool thing with a game like that is you have uh replayability because you know, the max, the characters that you have mech warriors, so forth and mm-hmm. so on. But we just don't know what it means by native mod support. And it could just even be even simpler. Just basically saying, Hey, these files are easier to access or, Hey, you drop these into this folder and you don't Anything have to worry that, about. Yeah. Yeah. As far as BattleTech and MechWarrior 5, anything that makes modding more um, effective and easier to do and uh, And that it doesn't break stuff. That, I think that's stuff. a big thing. Cause, like, I'm when a it, huge supporter. Yeah, because when it comes out, a lot of the times, like, it'll screw up a lot of the mods for until they can get them fixed. So even if it's that, I don't know. I don't, as far as I know, they haven't talked about to the extent. And chat, let us know if they have because I haven't seen anything about it. Um, it could just be very simple and it's something, but paradox is known for it. I mean, city skylines is perfect example of, I think really, uh, mods done right. I mean, and there's even content now I was telling you there's content now from people in city skylines of just regular Joe Schmoes creating content, really good stuff. And then they've got a deal where I'm assuming they make a percentage of the sales through, you know, paradox and stuff like that. So I don't know. We could, I don't know. I don't know what's possible. You're not going to make any mo- right. money, kid, but we'll get you exposure. Right. I mean, so uh, it's, it's been No, really I think cool. it's awesome, dude. Uh, I think, you know, I'm a, again, huge supporter of mods. Some of my favorite games became my favorite games because of mods and allowed me to play it for 2,000 hours instead of 1,000 hours or whatever. <laughs> mods are awesome. I want to see, you know, more mods in Battletech, and, and I hope that uh, the modding for what, MechWarrior 5 is everything that we hope it is. What game do you feel like you've put the most time, time into? into? Yeah. I mean, uh, right off the top of my head, it's, you know, it's going to be something like EVE Online. Because, I don't yeah. know, like, uh, you know, I mean, there's games like, fallout four that i put thousand plus hours into but i still think something that i played for five years probably has more time i don't know yeah i'd have to go look at you know it's a scary thing to do i hate going and looking at how many hours i've put into games i i i think you're right i think eve would probably that or the MechWarrior two for me just because i did i played for years without i mean yeah and then like mech warrior 4 i've been playing mech warrior 4 over and over and over again but I, it's still it's not gonna be mech warrior 4 i played yeah. a, i played mech 4 a lot but it's not going to be equal to eve online or maybe something like fallout 4 i don't know i don't know yeah. svardy says digital books are cool but to me there's better than ha- there's nothing, nothing better, better than, than having, having a book in your hands. Yeah. Dude, I agree. Books smell and yep. feel. I absolutely 100% agree with that. Um, you know, that's why it's so painful to see. I get the allure of, you know, I've got probably 500 books on here. Um, and there's something to be said about that. You know, it's a little portable device that I can have a, a library on. I love that. Um, and I read it before I go to bed. But I absolutely agree with you. I love bookstores. I love real books. I love the smell of them. I love the feel of them. And if a, uh, if a book I hope was, that's a passion that doesn't go away. Yeah, My daughter's a, learning that too. If a book was $10, or let's just say a book was $15, I'd be okay with paying $15 for a book, but then you also get a digital code for yourself as well yeah. of that. Like, I That'd feel be like cool to see people doing that. Dude, you know, my daughter goes into a bookstore or or they have the, uh, what is it called at school? The um, uh, the, 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 the kids, all their book thing where they can order uh, books yeah, yeah. from there. The, yeah, yeah, I forgot what it's called. But anyway, she gets a new book, dude, and she smells it and loves it. And I'm like, I'm so proud of my daughter. Um, reading is good for everybody. It's been it's been nice because I haven't read it. Not in a the while. library. I know the word library. It's like um, it's like the the van that pulls up, or you know, yeah, that yeah. Type the, of thing. You know, they get the little catalog yeah, yeah, and they yeah. can order books every few months or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Freaking library. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, it's been nice reading because I haven't read in such a long time, and then you're just like, oh man, like I, I mean, it's been like every single night I make sure to read. Oh my gosh, Father <laughs> Look Bill. At- Father Bill has oh 8,372 hours in MWO. 8,372. That's, that's not even all of it because yeah. Steam, when did Steam come out? That was two, three years Yeah, after. Father Bill, is that including the uh, the launcher? Wow, buddy. Wow. Yeah, see, I don't use Steam. So I could go to probably the profile on MWO uh, and do the math, but it's a lot. Yeah. 
No, it's not the book fair. Somebody with kids, come on, tell me. No, it's like it's books on wheels. No, it's not books on wheels. It's It's something like that, though. You know, like it's where it's the same freaking program that they had when I was a kid. Like it's the same little catalog you get to pick your books you want. Um, But anyway, so because I don't have the third book and I have to wait, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead. I think and start. uh, I don't like reading different books at the same time, but Scholastic. Yeah, it might be Scholastic. That's probably it. I can't really. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna start reading the um, Lord of the Rings. I think. I think. Should I start with Lord of the Rings or should I do Hobbit first? Uh, I would do the Hobbit first. The Hobbit's mm-hmm. a really quick read, dude. Like really quick. It's almost yeah. a kid's book. Yeah, she's she's got all that. But I, I think I'm gonna watch or um, read um, Lord of the Rings and get that. So yeah. Yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, man, it's getting close. It's. It's one of those where it's been nice on one hand to not be involved, you know, with Mech 5 and not know it's coming down the pipeline. And, you know, again, we played it at MechCon, you know, last year and, you know, what that was and stuff like that. And we didn't have a ton of time, to be fair, to uh, do that. I think I think my total time playing Mech 5 was the day we got there, We got to play, I got to play in the pods uh Russ was like, hey, you want to check it out? I was like, hell yes. And I sat in the pods for 10 minutes not being able to figure out how to start my mech. <laughs> Darren was like, I don't know what you do. I'm like, where's the keys? Who somebody didn't leave the keys in here? Um so I had I got to play uh the mech five demo that they had last year in the pods in uh, like that Friday or something like that. And then I played it again when we were streaming to you guys when I was in the pods with the camera like right there and trying not to like look too much. Yeah, had like I known that the gap of not playing was going to be so long, I probably would have played it more last year and 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 paid attention more. Um, you know, like so it's a it's a, a double edged sword here, not being super involved, right? Because on one hand, of course, we want to be more involved and, and, and know what's happening behind the scenes. But on the other hand, not knowing puts us in the position that we haven't been in in a long time. Which I like is, it though. Yes, I know. I was going to say the same thing. I like it too, because we don't know all the secrets and what's going on. So it's, we're going to be able to actually experience it much more like a player, which is great. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those where, again, we've only got a hand, we have six days until the, the demos here. I'm going to have less than 24 hours on that, yeah, I and then I get to go on holiday, so I'm going to be jealous um, yep. yeah, of everybody uh, playing it and streaming it, so I uh, will tune in. Darren's going to be streaming it. He said every day, I don't know, actually, he, he'll do his best. I'm going to do my best. We have the holiday coming up, so um, I'm expecting multiple 12-hour streams, Darren, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so just let you, don't fail me. Um how are so, you with disappointment? Just <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, um, Battletech uh, Heavy Metal comes out tomorrow. Um, yep. I you know another uh, thing that's really cool that I liked was they have a preview mode now, so you can. I know it's stupid sometimes. It's totally aesthetics, but like the camo and stuff, you can see now. They've got a different camera system, so now I mean it's the little things that are nice. Um, and uh, obviously the Mech 5 stuff, uh, the novellas, uh, someone was wondering where that came from. That's actually from Randall Bills himself. Um, there's a link uh, we can drop. Tina wrote it as well. Um, no, it's it's. Uh, yeah. And, and um, you know, I saw some people knocking it or whatever. Well, I think uh, the, the only knock I've seen that's legitimate is there's no PDF. So you have to download an e file and then you could convert it. And I know that's a hassle. So, yeah, maybe someone will host a PDF. I'm sure there's already probably one out there of it. It's Somebody free, print, you know. print a book right. for me. It's <laughs> a little mini book. Yeah. Print it really no, it's, small it's cool, so it's really thick. Right. Randall's a good writer, and I'm looking forward to reading it. Yeah. Did, did we ever – did they go through – you remember last time we talked to Randall, we actually tried to get him on not too long ago. And yeah, it was like – that was right when he was getting super busy. The Kickstarter, and we were like, yep, that's not happening. But – um it was where you could print to own, right? Where, mm-hmm. remember we talked about that. Did they actually do that? Where you, like... As far as I know, they haven't done it yet, but I love the idea. And, and, this, and in fact, that technology exists already. It's been running for a while. I know people, like literally, I know an, uh, an author who um, 
uses a company out of where I used to live, Santa Cruz, California, uh, where every time somebody orders one of his books from Amazon, um, they can get a hard copy and it gets printed in Santa Cruz and shipped to them. So the technology is there. So um, you don't have to have the, the stock. I'm sure that means nope. basically where he has zero in stock. So yeah. literally every time somebody orders a book, it gets printed and shipped. It's so, not the best quality. In other words, it's not like going into a bookstore and buying sure. a, a novel off the, but it's still really good quality. It's and, and, and the technology is only going to get better. I think that's an awesome, uh, chat saying uh, catalyst does it for some of their rule books. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah. would love to be able to like, I own all of them now. So like, that's not an issue. Um, but uh, I mean, some of them, I remember I got lucky because when I got out of the uh, military, like Amazon was still just pretty much all books. Actually, I'm fairly, yeah, it was all books back then. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to get like, you know, used, but in new condition, stuff like that. And, um, yeah, so I don't have any, like, I think the most beat up books I have are some like the, the great Eth legion or the warrior trilogy or blood of Kerensky. I actually, I've given a few of those away cause I had to replace, you know, like I gave them away cause, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, um, so we have, we've got Catalyst Game Labs. By the way, there was an update for the pledge manager. If you have not gotten your email, make sure to check your junk mail. It's super easy. It takes- Check like, your junk, kids. Check your junk. Uh, it takes like a minute, basically. Oh, well, it, and it's, it's you can add shipping, items right? on. Yeah, you, it's yeah. to set up shipping, but you can add items too. Dude, so tell like, me that wasn't tempting. Like that, that is such a, you go I actually, a huge yeah. page of all these things you can add on. I'm like, Ooh, I'd like that. I'd like yeah, that. I'd like I that. was like, Ooh, drop ship. And then I was mm -hmm. like, no, you're moving. You don't have any yeah, I know. money to blow. <laughs> like, dude, I was at the same. I'm like, Oh, I want all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, there was a lot. And then, um, like a lot of the, the dice and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, that'd be cool if I had an extra set of that. And, but I didn't, oh, what I did stayed you, strong. what did you pick for your dice and for your coins? Uh, clan wolf. Yes. I yes. figured I went, um, uh, uh kill Cal, Calhounds. Yeah. I, that's where I'm, I really, I think I want, I may add like another set of dice just for the, actually, no, I already have diamond shark dice. That's why I didn't, because I already have them from the, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from the Metcon, And I think they're pretty damn nice. Just FBI. dude, metal dice. They're I so love. They're, they're so, so beautiful. Nice. Yeah, they're so nice. So um, even you know when I started playing BattleTech, it was um, you know the first box set was the little cardboard cutouts. Yeah, you know, and you'd put them in the stand or whatever. Uh, everything is better now. The 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 minis are better. The yeah. artwork is better. The dice are better. Like you know. What a, I think a box set without even plastic minis, if it was the cardboard cutouts, but it was the new designs, that would be pretty mm -hmm. dope. Like I would be okay with that. Like, especially, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, or if you could print them out, I'm sure you could do that. Like you could literally mm -hmm. print out some like screenshots from like MWO or something like that. But uh, yeah, no, I, you know, one thing that we're just missing, actually there's a few things that we're missing, but I'm surprised no one has done it is a fan-based card game. Like, take the card game and put it in Unity. Well, we've seen band. some attempts at, um, you know, like an electronic version, a, 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 a computer version. Well, we, we saw a while back, it was uh, Scott, I forget. Years um, ago. Yeah, it was years and years ago. But it was his own, it was a new, it was cool, but I'm saying like an automated, uh, sort of like a Hearthstone. Um, I don't know how, I don't know. I think, it, I mean... I think it would be really cool. And I like low hanging fruit people just saying, if you got skills <laughs> and tech, you know, time, you should make it happen. Um, we got some, some cool stuff out there. And then of course the big thing is uh mech Minter, but, uh, that's just me. I'm just tossing that out there. Just, uh, going to leave that hanging. Um, yeah, about that. Um, so, I would love to see a Solaris game on the mobile. Like for my iPhone, I would love to have something where you can manage a Solaris stable of uh, mechs and, and, and compete and stuff like that. So we want a Solaris game for mobile, guys. We want a Mech Commander. We want a new Mech Commander. And we want a card game. So there, you guys have some work to do. Hey, I'm going to send you something. Um, this is someone spotted this on the wiki. Uh, 
I just figured I should bring it up to you before it's on the wiki, apparently. So what? I don't know if, if there, you know, anything like yeah. So it's on the wiki. I don't know. Let me see here. Uh, me, me, published before, by what is? Let me let me let me before I say anything. Um, I feel like that could be a huge error or I know. A, an enormous surprise. Why isn't that on Reddit? I don't know. Hold on. Let me see where it's. Um, what we're talking about, guys, from what he this is straight from the wiki. It says Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries is an upcoming Battletech mecha game under development by Piranha Games and published by Xbox Game Studios for Xbox One and Windows 10 and I'm, due for release on December 10th, 2019. I'm wondering what wiki this is because there's quite a few of them out there. And that seems like an error to me since we've heard nothing about it. And it but, says mecha. Yeah. <laughs> who, who wrote that? Mecha. Let me see here. Um, I can't see anything. Okay, so this doesn't have anything with my. I think file. that's somebody that wrote that didn't do much digging. Yeah, I mean, there's one on Sarna, but I don't see anything in reference to that. So I'm wondering what copy and paste they did. Consider the source is correct. That would be interesting. Mecca, lecca, hi, mecca, hiney, ho. <laughs> I mean,. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of like, oh, PC, Master Race, and all that. And I get that. But there's also a shit ton of people that have consoles. No, I think porting it to consoles would be awesome. It'd be great for the community. It'd be great for uh, PGI. How would that work, um, though, as far as controls? I don't know. And, I, and, and that's probably a huge issue. And I, again, I just don't think this is correct. Not that PGI isn't looking to port. I'm sure they would and could if they, if they can. Um, but... I, I just don't think that that's correct right yeah, now. I, and I don't know the source. Um, let me see. Yep. I'm going to inquire about it because um, I feel like. I'll tell you what, though. Here, here's an issue about cross-platform games, and I want to see what you feel about this. Okay. So I'm playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. And it's cross-platform, so you there's it's like um, GTA 5 uh, online where you can enter events with people. Um, you know, like PVP events or whatever, and and it creates an instance, and everybody goes in or whatever, and it's cross-platform. So you've got um, people on PC versus people on consoles, and the people on consoles have, and I'm not a console player, um, but they have aim assist, and it literally targets your head. You just look at somebody, and it targets your head, boom. So every time I go on these PVP events, I'm getting headshot, headshot. I'm not getting them. I'm getting headshot by these people that are just insta shooting me because they're on consoles and it's cross platform. It absolutely doesn't fucking make sense to me at all. I have no chance against somebody that has aim assist and can instantly snap to my head. So I just don't understand it, especially from something like rockstar where they're not going to have population issues, you know, like I it's, it's, I don't want to do the PVP events because I have no chance against these people with aim assist. So yeah. what is your opinion on that? I just don't well, see that it's fair at all. Sure. I could see where it's not fair. I mean, my only, um, I guess, comparison would be Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare has cross-platform and it actually tells you who's PC, Xbox, or PlayStation. What does that mean? Like you're in a, you're in a match and it yeah. tells you who, but who no, cares no, before, if they're, if they're still killing you? No, before you're in. But see, I don't know if they get aim assist in that game. I don't know. Well, they sure, certainly do in, in so, Red Dead, and it drives me fucking insane, man. I, if if they do, um, I'm not sure. I, it, I guess my question would be is like, okay, you know, like, is there any statistical analytics that prove that you do or don't get it? You know what I'm saying? Like from a PC to a, a console. You absolutely get an advantage. I, I'm saying in, <laughs> in Modern Warfare. I can't say. I don't know on that. Um, I haven't played it. Yeah, I don't know if if they're getting aim assist. Um, so I I don't think so, but they may. But it'd be interesting to see, right? You're saying you can choose to 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 not. Uh, you can choose to not do crossplay, but what I'm saying is, uh, you can't. I don't know dead. if they have aim assist or not, and I don't know how that works as far as. So that's pretty brutal to me. Like, 
I think Rockstar is big enough and they have a big enough population that they could separate them and just do PC and console only. Um, but but not only do you not it's... have the choice to pick, but you also don't know who is and they do have aim assist. And so it's literally you're just getting slaughtered as a PC user. Yeah, well, I guess the question is like, even if they, if they didn't have aim assist, if you practice long enough, I think someone can be just as good yeah, it, or maybe if you're fucking I don't know. Shroud. Yeah, I don't know how much, but I mean, there's got to be something said. I, I think if you play with a console, the Xbox or PlayStation controller, for you're going to be good. Now, the difference is like the pinpoint nature of, of PC versus. So. I, I watch uh, Apostle play, okay? So he streams it, and he plays it on a controller, and it's just snap. It's it's the same as um, uh, these aimbots that just as soon as you you know press your right, right mouse button or whatever, it just snaps to the head. It's the same freaking thing, and he's going up against PC users and owns yeah. them. So it's 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 that's, well, that's something a, that's about cross-platform that drives me crazy. I didn't know about Modern Warfare that you could pick. That's the way it should be. You should say, I don't want to go play cross-platform. But uh, mm. anyway, just a little tangent because it's been driving me crazy. Yeah, if uh, I think someone said they do have it in modern warfare which is a shame because if that's true then it takes it's not really skill based or it could potentially put you at a disadvantage um yeah i don't know that's but anyway that doesn't have anything to do with mech warrior online or mech or mech well i mean it's the, uh... the tangent is you know like it could you know is that uh we don't know i mean that's an interesting i rumor. still hope mech 5 goes cross-platform though because any additional success Sure. For the franchise is, you know, overall success for everybody. Is, is Microsoft doing where are they um, the exclusivity? Because I think what they're their new sort of it was a recent, right? Where they're like, yeah, it can be on PlayStation. Uh, isn't that the case? I, I think that's what happened. A few yeah, I know what ago. you're referring to. I like, don't know the details. They're like games just getting it out there or whatever. I may be incorrect here, but it's like, um, you know, so. Because I mean, really, the Xbox all it is is a PC. The PlayStation all it is is a PC. Like, um, it's just different operating system, right? So, um, yeah, I, I think what would be interesting, and this is why I was asking, is if Mech Five was to ever go to Xbox, how does that work as far as your aiming when you have two crosshairs and then you also have to move? That that's my question. Is like I feel like I've heard. Paul and maybe some other people talking about this before, like how to make Mech Warrior uh, viable on a controller, and that it wasn't an easy answer. I certainly didn't hear them say in Here's their a current solution. form. Yeah, that's where that's yeah. where like Mech Assault it simplified things to where th that yeah. worked, right? So I mean, would it mean the like? And again, this is total speculation, guys. Uh, would it mean the game would have to fundamentally be changed slightly? as far as the aiming mechanic and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Like I said, it's someone saying it absolutely would work. Look at War Thunder and World of Tanks works. Uh, absolutely fine on console with controller. Uh, I guess point, point being. And I guess, like I said, I'm sure because what you could do is you could have your left mouse or right mouse aim your crosshair. And then, of course, just like MWO, it follows, right? Where your torso follows wherever it hits the limits. And then... Yeah, and then you'd have one the left and right for throttle and reverse and stuff like that. So, yeah, so that's interesting. Anyways, I I think it would be fantastic, but I still feel like um, I would love to see uh, you know a few other IPs out of that come out, which is you know Mech Commander and like a, we haven't seen a card game. I mean, a, you know, a digital card game at least. The only problem with that, I think, it'd have to be fan based because I just don't think it would be there's card games are a dime a dozen now and if, i mean even if you look at like uh, hearthstone or magic the gathering and some of those like i mean you're talking about huge franchises and i mean now you're competing against them i don't know so it definitely i think a, a community-based a uh, little project would work but yeah i don't know um um all right uh let me see here um Card gotta, games made me think of The Witcher, which made me think of that TV show coming out, and that's that's one that I'm looking yeah, forward to. We talked to about too. that, yeah, last week. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. I think that one's gonna be a nice, gritty, you know, adult-oriented one. Yeah, I mean, and that's um, guys in chat. That's why I was saying is I think like where I and I've said this before. 
I was an adamant hater of Mech Assault when it came out, but I was also so was an adamant I. hater of Mech 4 when it came out because I was, I was so, not. I was young. I didn't understand like the idea that, well, if you just translate from two to three, which is basically you could do anything with any mechs or whatever, like that's not what the universe was about, right? I mean, um, I didn't understand the design decisions. I didn't understand the marketing aspect. Um, but if you really think about it, I mean, Mech Assault has a lot of stuff that I think is very Battletech. Um, and when you look at it from a design perspective, you don't run into the same issues that you do in like, now granted it's a PVE game, but like uh, you don't have to worry about necessarily hit boxes and hit locations and the size of a mech, right? You could, you know, like those type of things where we run into from a design and balance perspective in like MWO, right? And so um, you could get away with stuff. And, and uh, to be fair, I would love to actually go back. I don't have an Xbox, so I can't uh, go back and play it, but I would have no problem streaming that. I think it'd be fun. I never played two. Um, obviously there was some little bit of, you know, ridiculousness going on with like charge ups and stuff like that. And I get, but from a, just a game perspective and here's the kicker, it brought in a lot of people to the IP that would have never had experienced if it, if it wasn't for it being a part of the bundle for the Xbox. So smart move on their part. Um, yeah, be, which is again why I would like to see Mech Five, uh, you know, get ported because again, it's just bringing more people into the Mech Warrior BattleTech community. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, I mean, I would be totally for that. Um, I mean, so maybe we'll maybe. see. I don't know. I Hopefully. mean, who knows? Um, maybe they know something the rest of us don't know. Yeah. Um, Anyways, guys, uh, just want to say thank you again for coming in and listening to an old man and a hobbit uh, blabber on about their lives and uh, what's going on. Um, Obviously, we've got some stuff coming up with the holidays as well. So uh, just, uh, well, uh, be patient. Uh, Next Wednesday, I will be leaving, so there won't be a podcast. Maybe we'll do one pre... Actually, no. Again, the 26th, we'll be playing Mech 5, so... This we'll see gonna, what we're going to do. We don't know it, yet. This will be the last podcast until at least December 4th. Um, so you're going to not have a podcast for two weeks. So um, we apologize. But uh, we have plenty of old episodes. If you haven't listened to them or watched them, you should go do that now. Um, <laughs> go watch Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't want, we don't have Disney Plus. I know it's cheap. It's just, it's one of those where like I downloaded So are you. Oh, apparently. No, actually, I would have already <laughs> done it. My wife was like, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on. You know, we don't need to add, you know, I was like, all right, you know, like that's how it has to be. Wait, are you saying the wife told you no yeah. and you accepted that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Just, I mean, if it happens and she doesn't notice, then. Oh, wait, really hold crime? on. Who's your, um, who's your cellular provider? Verizon. Okay. Uh, check your Verizon account. I was told. There's some deal through Verizon that you can get uh, Disney Plus for free. I don't know any of the details whatsoever, but do a Google on like Verizon and Disney Plus. Let's Google this. We're going to find out. Get Disney Plus on us with Verizon unlimited plans. Yeah. Mm. See, we we and we have that's, unlimited. So they had um they had this like right before Veterans Day, they had this like hey, there's a discount for veterans or active or you know blah blah blah. And so I went to the store. It's for their unlimited plans only. They didn't have that in the commercial. And I was like. We went unlimited because um, we were paying overage charges. I don't know what kept us going over. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're, we're unlimited. I need I need to see because like I think we only get like two gigs each. But I mean, it's like $90 a month. And I feel like we should be able to get unlimited for the same. So anyways, maybe I just need to check to. Check your Verizon. Check your but anyway, if any of you out there have uh, Verizon Unlimited and haven't bought Disney Plus and are thinking about it, that's something you can look into. Um, I'm a, sure there's for the deals first with other year too. with Unlimited, yeah. then yep. it's six ninety nine afterwards. So that's that's their deal. So, yep, yep. All right. Um, of course, this podcast is supported by you, the viewer. If you guys would like to help, can uh, help us support us and help us help you help us help you help us all that fun stuff. Uh, consider supporting us in a variety of ways. Um, first and foremost, become a sub. 
It's up in that corner. You click it, you get access to emotes. Slow-mo doesn't affect you. Uh, and you get some awesome badges and all that. Um, of course, uh, I'd like to say a quick shout out to all of our resubs. Uh, Slain, thank you for that 36 month. Hell yeah, resub, sir. We appreciate you. Um, become one of our patrons. Uh, it's a great way for you to support us and not have to worry about uh, using your Prime or clicking on it every single month or if you don't want to give Amazon any more money, uh, we've got a patron page that uh, you can check out as well. We can grab a link for you and you can check that out if you haven't done so already. Um, if you're going to be uh, looking for any merch, uh, speaking of like this Timberwolf uh, hoodie and stuff like that, we've got designs over on our store. So make sure to check that out as well. And if you're going to be doing any upgrading, any shopping for the holidays, anything of the sorts, use our affiliate link. Just do it. All you got to do is bookmark it right now. Heck, give it to your give it to your mom. Give it to your brother. Give it to your sister. Give it to your wife. Email it right now. Forward it to all of your contacts and be like, you should use this link to support these, these poor, poor wizards and hobbits out there in the world. We'd appreciate it. Also, be sure to check out our website at nogutsnogalaxy.net. Check us out on Twitch at NGNG TV, YouTube at No Guts No Galaxy TV, Twitter at No Guts No Galaxy, Facebook at No Guts No Galaxy Podcast. SoundCloud at No Guts No Galaxy, and for all the latest and greatest in mech porn t-shirts and mugs, be sure to check out NoGutsNoGalaxyStore.com. This was your local No Guts No Galaxy MechWare podcast signing off for tonight. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, MechWarriors. It'd be best if you avoid me, but I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me. You can feel it on my skin, but there is more with Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever 